Blog Talk Radio. Direct feed 
with our show to his site. So uh, check out his shows, sportstalkdt.com. And uh, if you need a website to listen to ours live, you know, you can check that out as well. Definitely got to give a little traffic and support for those guys. A lot of of love. So appreciate Dennis and that that team. And uh, if you have any questions, roster concerns, please call in 515-605-9898. And if you can't call in because you're busy, you're working, but you can still get a message out and hit us up on Instagram at uh, at Brickhouse Fantasy Radio, you can pitch in some questions and we'll be happy to answer them and check those out. So, yeah, there's, 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 there's a morning, the morning start. Uh, welcome. What's going on, man? Uh, how are you today? You, you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes. I feel like I need a couple more sips of this coffee, and then I'll be, I'll be right in there, and with it. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it going. Um, trying to make sure we got all the technical support here. All right. Um. Well, uh, today we have discussed a, a few different things. Um, oops, no internet. That we kind of wanted to go over today. Um, one of those being the Buffalo Bills and the Tampa Bay game. You want to hit that a little later? You ready? You ready to jump in? Okay. Okay. Yeah, you ready to jump in with that one, or should we? Should I postpone that one? Well, everything, man. We're good. We're here. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, we were trying to discuss shootout or no shootout. Oh, huh. that that's the big that's the big question of the day. Yeah, you got you got one of the better passing offenses in the league, and. Uh, the Bills' defense is, you know, top tier. They've actually allowed a lot less uh, of the long balls than most defenses. They've they've got enough uh, of, of of a good squad that that makes it interesting because it could it could really go either way. This could be a Fournette. Four net, four or five yard, or four or five touchdown game, or this could turn into, uh, you know, another Chris Godwin Evans Gronk show. Uh, what's your take? Do you think the long ball <clears throat> shootout, or not so much? Well, I think the 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 number is fifty four. Vegas, right. and you know, someone thinks somebody, somebody out west, yeah, someone Vegas thinks thing. shoot out, right? Yeah, I don't so know why you, you were hesitant to to call it that. Why? Well, I don't believe in Buffalo. <laughs> I don't believe in Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds funny. It's not that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, like it's not Santa Claus. Mom, it's not like Santa Claus. It's fictional. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> not, I'm not. I'm not like 
coercing you to drink any Kool-Aid or anything. I was just <laughs> trying to trying to see what you think. Uh, if I mean, Allen's been able to extend some plays with his feet. He does have a little bit of a cannon, but uh, Tampa Bay's defense, even though they've been kind of sliding down the rankings, actually, um, have still been very disruptive. Dean, the um, secondary, they, 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 they've done their piece, had a few uh, good turnovers and stops. Um, it's hard because I know the over-under right now is at 54. I think that they could that they could hit that. Obviously, so does Vegas. But um Yeah, yeah, it's possible. Sure. I think I think that it's Tampa could could be the main reason that that happens. I think Brady could potentially yeah. kind of pick apart a little bit of of Buffalo's defense and create those like smaller mid-range chunk plays consistently. Um, yeah. And, and, and instead of like Buffalo doesn't give up a lot of the long balls, but he doesn't need that. Like he only needs maybe one of those or two of those in the game. The rest of that uh, Brady can change the game script himself, you know, just keep it mid-range and on the ground. And, you know, with, with as well as <laughs> people don't want to give Fournette that kind of credit, but he's, he's played really well, even after, you know, a little bit of the case of the drops, um, they, they keep feeding it to him and he makes up for it. So I, I do think that, that the over is, is very interesting. Uh, and it's one of those, it's the kind of game you, I, I mean, me personally, I don't want to speak for you, but really want to watch. Because there could be the explosive big plays, but there also could be that, you know, real methodical small chunks being taken out, you know, to kind of chip away at a team. So definitely a game I'm I'm very interested. Very interested. Yeah, um, it's an interesting game. It's interesting because there's a lot of, uh, like, like uh, fantasy guys, like on the heavier side. Like, like, a good amount. Like, I'd say, like, six or eight of these played in that game. So, I think that makes it interesting. I I, I have no interest in watching it, personally. I, I hate watching Buffalo. They hurt my eyes. You don't believe in it. That's why. Well, no. I mean, they get so many penalties. Like, it, that that's the first thing, like just the abrupt stoppages because someone wants to hold someone's shirt. Too much shirt holding. That's what. And and and, and, and the getting caught. The, the getting caught. Like, listen, we all speed. Do we all get speeding tickets? <laughs> fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Whose defense, I mean, out of the two, uh, do you think either one of the defenses kind of would stands out a little more to you? I mean, I don't think either of them is a quality fantasy play this week. Um, I don't know what to think because Buffalo has allowed the fewest average yards passing per game, which for Davis White is out now, out for the season. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe that has an effect. Tampa's defensive backfield has been an utter disaster since week one. 
just disaster. I don't know yeah. if this this guy Dean that you like. I mean, I don't know. He hasn't stood out quite as much to me. Like to me, they just, they can't cover anybody. It's, it's, yeah, and I, thing was was like a pretend effort to correct the problem, but you know that went nowhere. So yeah, I mean Brady. Listen, Brady is he's he's creeping up to I think he's at thirty seven hundred uh, three thousand seven hundred seventy one passing yards so far on the season, and it seemed like there were several games that the pass at least the deep stuff um, wasn't really there, but it seems like he's obviously, you know, getting comfortable right back into that mode after last week. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I do think Buffalo has a, a tough time this week. I would, I would take Tampa if I had to, if I had to go with one, um, just, just because really no matter who the, opponents been Brady has still been you know fairly efficient he's only had a couple of weak games and with the yardage going and the weapons there it's hard hard to hard to ignore that's all yeah yeah I agree I, I would think Tampa should win looking at the the passing list right now too Derek Carr is in second with passing yardage at 3,663 yards Okay. Then Stafford, who slid down a tick, was in like 36-11. And then Kirk Cousins at 35-69. There he is. Um, right? I mean, it's hard. You can't, you can't, you can't love the guy because he's not good enough for that. But he's still putting up points. I mean, even after a really just a poor showing in the in the second half of last week's game, uh, it, it's <laughs> he's still. Still at the top, still yeah. just lingering. And, lingering. And with this, yeah. Mhm, mhm. Um, just throwing it out there, we have um, a couple of Keenan Allen definitely out, not making it back out. off of the COVID out. list. Uh, Mike Evans is going to play. I'm, I'm not Evans. Yeah, he is also going to it. Mike Williams. I'm sorry. Mike Williams is going to play this week. Yes. Uh, he was questionable on the COVID list, but he was able to do to get the two consecutive tests required um, 24 hours apart to clear that protocol, if you will. So that one's there. Um, Eckler was also questionable. They did remove that designator yep. earlier Eckler's yesterday. Team. Go Eckler. Eckler. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to. It's it was crazy because it was all from. The Chargers, some of the more notable injuries is, you know, the whole offense all of a sudden. And then now some of them are back. They're sneaking back into the lineup. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is at 1,348 rushing yards. This That's a pretty good start, man. You can't. That's a heavy number. That is. It's, That's, it's thick. Yeah. It's thick. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Mixon at 978. Dalvin Cook at 978. Derrick Henry, who's been out for several weeks at 937. Two and four. Fourth in the league in four rushing yards. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
We talked about that, man. He's, for the next several weeks, he's still going to be, you know, a top five guy. Well, no, Najee Harris is at 873. So he's he's a week away from push, yeah. pushing him to number five. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, top five after several and weeks. And Taylor is 1378. 
I would think. Um, so, yeah, just just because they had so many backs, like, going into the draft, like, man, that, that, that was my personal biggest question about how close to potential can he reach. Like, man, if they got all these running backs, is that a problem? You know, I just didn't know. Yeah, I, they got to do something with Mac. That's for sure. Um, it's just ridiculous that he's he's sitting there not not touching anything. I mean, he's not yeah. a bad player. No. I thought I thought before 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 this, I I, I thought Mac was going to be you know a top ten, top fifteen ish back. You know, prior to to this guy coming in, but yeah, 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 they, 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 just, yeah, takeover. Like you talked about, you talked about the commitment level, and I don't think that they committed to him the way they are. Well, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, right. As far as being committed to Taylor, they're not drafting another running back in the second round, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> what about the what about the game Thursday? Uh, Vikings Steelers. Vikings up twenty. Well, the twenty three to nothing. And then all in the fourth quarter, the Steelers come back, put up twenty eight points, make them nervous. Um, I was most I was most intrigued with how much people were talking crap about the Steelers wide receiver, Mister Chase Claypool, with the shenanigans. Um, I was I was. <laughs> I was surprised to see the list because I didn't watch the whole game, uh, but the list of the shenanigans going on, personal fouls, yeah, uh, a little bit of taunting going on, and then right when at the end there's there's you know a, a chance to hit a game tying touchdown, you're going to you know start doing the finger pointing to indicate your first down, do get a pose going. And even when he's trying to rip the football out of his hands, uh, it's like bobbling it around. I don't know. It's just costing the team time and, and, and potentially another play to tie the game at the end. I was curious to see if he's even going to be playing this week. You know? No, it's shenanigans, man. I don't think he's playing. It doesn't seem like it. I kind of hope not. Tomlin's been pretty tough with that. Uh, actually, hold on one second. We've got a caller here. Okay. Hello. Good morning. Welcome to Brick House Fantasy Radio. Happy Football Sunday to you. How are you? I'm good, and you? I'm doing very good, very good, very good. Uh, so we've got the uh, the future of uh, football radio, fantasy radios calling in right here. This is Joey, a.k.a. The Boss, um, <laughs> call, calling in to discuss some fantasy football. All right, so uh, thank you for calling in. Appreciate the uh, participation here. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I wanted to wanted to see what the – did you watch – did you get a chance to watch any of the Steelers-Vikings game, or were you too busy playing football yourself? I saw bits and pieces, but I didn't watch the full game, though. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, we were just talking about uh, Chase Claypool and whether or not uh, we thought he was going to be playing after some of the shenanigans uh, that were going on in the game. But um, do you have 
Any thoughts on that game or any players this week that you are interested in uh, from the fantasy football perspective? Um, I think uh, definitely Lamar Jackson should be um, looked at this weekend, uh, especially after that crushing defeat to the Steelers in 2019. Yeah, I think he's going to bounce back, especially against uh, Cleveland Browns team that has kind of underperformed considering uh, last season's performance. So I think he can definitely take advantage, and it will be a good confidence booster overall as a team for uh, the Ravens if they get it done today. Okay, okay, all right. Um, so, I mean, you think – because Jackson has been struggling a little bit. Um, not because of anything specific. He's just had, like, some sloppy games. What about uh, Cleveland's line? You don't think they're going to be putting pressure on him, Miles Garrett? Kind of I definitely the quarterback, think Miles Or you Garrett. think he's – go ahead. Yeah, I, I definitely think he's going to wreak some havoc today. But I also think that the reason Lamar Jackson is so known today is because of his running capabilities. So if he can um, show some plays off with his legs and possibly roll out of the pocket – then I think um, the Ravens should be good. But definitely um, Cleveland's D-line is something to definitely pay attention to today. So if you had to guess the score of that game, what would you, what would you say? Um, I don't think it's going to be that high of a scoring matchup. Um, I'd probably say maybe 27-20 uh, Browns. I mean, Ravens. Twenty-seven twenty Ravens. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Vegas is thinks that the over under is at forty-three, but Vegas is taking the over in favor of Baltimore. So you got you got you're doing all right. Doing all right. Um, <laughs> Thank you. What else? Any any other players that you that you kind of like that you would recommend uh, starting? I'm trying to think because uh, actually. My, my my partner here, DC, he's a, a Lamar Jackson rosterer. Um, what do you think about that, DC? You 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 taking Lamar this week? I'm playing Lamar this week. Um, it's more out of necessity. It, I, okay. I'm still I'm still I'm still spooked from the last time they played Cleveland. Not not even so much the Pittsburgh game. For me, the Pittsburgh game was fine. Like. Like, he almost did enough on their last two possessions to really just feel the quality fantasy scoring day. Okay. But the okay. the last time that they played Cleveland, that that, that game was a mess. <laughs> I, Cleveland I don't know. sneaky that way. I, yeah, so, I, I mean, I, I'm not I, – I haven't really been, like, playing him with confidence this week. I, I'm happy to hear the, the optimism – because I like them, but man, yeah, sure, that, sure. that, that, that last that that last time they played, man, that was hurtful for my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> my my eyes teared up because it hurt. It physically hurt my eyeballs. I, okay, it, I did, it. it did. No, I it did. I think four interceptions were thrown over a period of six plays from scrimmage, and jeez. Yeah. yeah, that's rough. That's rough. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, and and then and then you have a week where you know Baker it doesn't do anything, and and then it just turns into like a, a defensive slugfest, 
and yeah, that, I think I don't I don't feel like Lamar does as well in those type of games. But uh, all it takes is him to move move um, move the chains a little bit with his feet. All yeah. of a sudden, momentum starts swinging, and that whole team feels the momentum from Lamar. So, uh, it, you know, that, you're talking about four interceptions. Well, the whole team, like literally everybody on that squad felt it by the second interception. Everybody's shoulders were dropped and their heads were down. And yeah, it, it it, yeah and everyone books, except, for, you know, except for him. Except for him. He was fine. He was ready to go. The rest of them were looking all slow after that. He, he was, oh, next play. Let's go. Everything's fine. He's great. But, okay. yeah, right. it, it just, just, yeah. Cleveland too. Like I like. I think Jarvis Landry threw an interception. Then Jackson threw an interception. Then Mayfield threw an interception. And then the Ravens ran like two plays, and then Lamar threw another interception. I mean, it, it, it was feel like I'm on the Oprah show. I'm on the Oprah show. You get an interception. You get an interception. Yeah. You get an interception. Seriously. <laughs> All right, Joey. What else? What else you got? What other players are you looking at this week that you think have opportunity to kind of score big or bounce back? Gotta well, you know, I'm a Seahawks fan, so I gotta look at DK Metcalf. <laughs> I mean, Ooh, today oh, should who? be a field day for DK? him. DK, yeah, or yeah. Tyler Lockett, who does better? No, DK. Um, yeah, definitely DK. I feel definitely Tyler Lockett's DK. more of a deep threat. Um, definitely. Put him on. On a post, and then he could just shred up the um, the Texan secondary, but definitely DK. Yeah, but Texan defense is another one that's been a little bit a little bit sneaky. They've been keeping their team at least in a game. Um, initially in the season, we talked about the Texans as Jason's points for them, the Jets. Uh, you know, just but there there have been some games that that they really have been disruptive. At least, I mean, I guess that's the way to say it. Um, I I think that this is a good game for Seattle though, because I think Russ has been down, you know, after the finger injury and then kind of a few poor performances. Following his return, I think there is a little bit of motivation to kind of get things rolling or get getting comfortable uh, with throwing the ball again. Because apparently there was a couple of games after after the comeback that he was struggling, you know. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was really struggling. Right now the, the over-under for the game is 40.5, so 40.5 points. Um, I think Seattle can, can, can put up at least – Enough to get them over that hump. I think so. so right too. now, you're saying DK D, DK Metcalf does better than Lockett. See, I was going to say the opposite. This is this is tough because I'm a I, I roster Tyler Lockett, and he had you know a couple of really great games early on, and he's kind of fizzled out, especially while Russ was down and out or gone. Uh, and then there's little glimpses of hope that he's coming back. Uh, I think DK is the better player, but I think Tyler Lockett scores more points than DK Metcalf this week. Mm. You know what? I could definitely but like you said the long ball. Yeah, I bet you DK gets more volume. 
He's going to have the yeah. targets for sure. And I think he also has that size and athleticism that kind of towers over Lockett. But, yeah, Lockett, definitely someone to watch out as well um, today against the Texans. Yeah, the guy's size. If you you don't know who DK Metcalf is, you should just Google the name. And uh, I think he's got, like, a 14-pack. I don't think there's even, like, six or eight of those abs. I think there's, like, 14 of them. Um, the guy is just an absolute monster. <laughs> and he seems like a really nice guy, too. That's what's funny. He's like, hey, hey how's everybody doing? You know, as, as he's mm-hmm. towering over you with the with the poor team. But, okay, so DK Metcalf, you're going DK. I'm saying Lockett. Uh, DC, what do you got? You think you think you Metcalf. DK? Okay. 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 All right. Uh, well. Joe, you got anything else? You got anything else for us? You got? We need some more nuggets, man. What do you got? What do you got? Um, you I would also sit and wait uh, the Chiefs wait for the game. Yeah, yeah, but the Chiefs definitely need today's game. Their offense has been pretty stagnant recently. It's kind of Tyree Kill seems like he's lost his mojo, his confidence, and Patrick Mahomes hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in November something. So I think the Chiefs definitely need to get the offense together. Okay. All right. Yeah, divisional game. I could definitely see where this is important for the Chiefs. Sitting at eight and four against the six and six Vegas Raiders. Um, I've heard a couple of different things about this game. Uh, this is supposed to be a Hunter Renfro, um, just points making machine. Um, just because Kansas City's defense hasn't been that great, um, really at all this season. Uh, but yeah. you can't ever really write out Mahomes. You just can't do it. It's 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 silly. The guy puts up points. He makes plays out of nothing. The no look passes. You can't you can't write him off. So. I'm trying to think who who else do we got on what's the, over under on the Chiefs game. Got it here. Uh, what do we got? Sorry, slight technical difficulty. Over under is at forty eight forty eight points. A little bit high. I would say over. That's way too high. I would I wouldn't touch that. Uh-uh. No? Too high. Too high. Way too high. The Raiders are terrible. And, the Raiders and, are and, terrible. And and the Chiefs have been winning with defense for about a month and a half now. So no. I wouldn't touch that for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it, it is. It is that is tough. I mean, it, both are just so. <clears throat> thank you. Both are just so high scoring. It's tough to it's tough to ignore. But if I was to take uh, Raiders offense or Chiefs offense, no matter how bad the Chiefs have been doing, I fully believe in Patrick Mahomes, and I would probably go with the Chiefs. Okay. Okay. All right. I like it. 
<laughs> All right, man. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you calling in today. Um, thank you. I, I uh, yeah, thank you, thank you for the the support and uh, and the nuggets. We'll always take take that outside information and, and uh, see how we can apply it to a good fantasy yeah. day. Uh, we, we, we might end up needing a, a, a somebody to take a slot on the fantasy team here. So, yeah, okay. uh, uh, stand, stand by, you know. We'll just wait before next season. Don't get into too many leagues next year, all right? Okay, you let me know. <laughs> all right, thanks. Have a great day. Happy Sunday to you. And, uh, and thank you. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Yeah, Have yeah, that good. Bye. All right, all right, all right. Nice. Yeah, it was a good one, right? It is. That is a good one. That's fun. That's always fun. Um, I need to get reconnected here. Hold on. Having some some technical things going on here. Give me just a moment. Um, Let's take this. <laughs> oh, gonna get... <laughs> Welcome to Brickhouse Fantasy Radio. Happy Football Sunday. How are you? Hello, hello. Hello. Okay, we got nothing. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm pretty sure it was one of my parents. Okay. We're calling in. Okay. Well, that that uh, Lamar Jackson stuff was encouraging, right? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I like if you're uh, if you're if you're rostering Lamar, um, we got people out there that are that are very confident. So. That's a good thing. All right. Um, how about we discuss for just a couple of minutes here Detroit and Denver? Okay. Come on, Detroit. Yeah. What up, though? Detroit. 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 I like it. So uh, I mean, against Denver, this is tough. This is tough. It's a tough, tough matchup. Good defense. Okay. But it is. Go on. Go on. Tell it. Just tell the people. Tell the people what they want. Well, to do. I, 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 I always feel like Denver can be beat. You know. Absolutely. They're, 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 fun- they're funky. Like, like if they were playing anyone, I would always say, man, don't rule out Denver. But they're also not a team that I would say is guaranteed to win just because it's Detroit this week, you know? Yeah, and, uh, I agree. Detroit, Detroit has split out Detroit, of that category. Yeah, and 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 Denver isn't in that category. Like, a team that's so good they should just win because it's Detroit. They're just not. Yeah. They're, they're good enough that they, can, they, they could upset a good team any given week. They're good enough for that, but and then the other thing is Detroit is not mathematically eliminated from playoffs right now. I don't know if you know that. 
<laughs> it's like if if the assistant coach for the Vikings catches the cold, and and their their special teams you know uh, equipment manager uh, stubs his toe, and then a bunch of people win and lose specifically, <laughs> then then they're in it. And and that's what's interesting is you <laughs> you sent me that. And all I could do is chuckle, and then I really wanted to just read it because I'm thinking, what exactly has to happen? For, exactly. For, for, for this, like, it, was, <laughs> it was a good one, like, right? Like you're constantly hoping that everyone's okay when you drive past the car accident, but like you still slow down because you're like, let me just see what happens. Make sure. So, so. How many different combinations of things have to happen before the Detroit Lions? I mean, it's it's like it's like <laughs> it's like several things per week. It, it it's really something something extraordinary. Like it, it's like the exact combination of wins and losses throughout the entire NFC. Like it, it's that serious. So of course the first thing that has to happen each week is Detroit has to win. But But yeah, it's funny is that as you look at some of the things that have to happen, so like so the Lions need to beat the Broncos. Um, yeah, the Steelers needed to beat the Vikings. Is is that is it's that okay. so is that done now? Because the Vikings I guess won? so. I guess oh, so, maybe. Man. Oh well, that's sad because I was like, I was looking at the list. The Cowboys need to beat Washington, very possible. Um, the Jets needing to beat the Saints. You know, who knows? Taysom Hill, he's he's been really good. You know, creating fantasy points, but he also creates a lot of turnovers. Every time. Uh, that's that's yeah. I mean, you know, Packers need to beat the Bears. I think that'll happen. Uh, Bengals need to beat the 49ers. I think that could happen. I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of the variables seemed doable. There's only a couple that seemed a you know a little Too far, far out. I agree. But, I agree. Um, you know, now, no, maybe now, yeah, maybe now in a Pittsburgh loss might be something. Yeah, and it's the second game on the list, so. It's got to be got to be there for a reason. But even a Lions schedule, you know, beat the Broncos. Could the Lions beat the Cardinals? That was probably the one that was a little tough. But the Lions could beat the Falcons. The Lions could beat yeah. the Seahawks. And then Week 18 was the Packers. So, so out of the five, uh, you know, Week 15 and Week 18 seemed a little bit tough. So right. And that well, was one of the you know, things I thought. Is, well, well, what if what if the Packers already had the number one seed in the NFC locked going into Week 18? Then what? That's true. That's true. Hmm. Hmm. But but I think Pittsburgh might have let us down. Yeah, and ruined your segment. Because I really wanted to, to unpack how the Lions <laughs> <could> get in. <laughs> Dang it, Steelers! What are you doing? Um, and, and you know what? This this kind of rolls back full circle. It's Chase Claypool's fault. 
Dude, what because, was we- I mean, how about how about Fryer Muth? Yeah, the Muth, the Muth. That's what they're calling. How about Fry Fryer Muth? Like catch the touchdown with no time left. How about that? And that's, but I mean, that was a contested throw. But what? How nice would it have been for him to have a second chance at that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that five or six seconds out here would have created. Time. Yeah. 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 That's what I mean. And uh, so. <clears throat> The benching thing has to happen. Something's going to happen. Or, or, or Tomlin's going to spend a week just screaming at the guy if he ends up. Uh, I haven't seen any designator next to the guy's name yet, but I think it's it, – something, something's going to happen. They've got a long – you know, they've got the 10 days in between, so we'll see yeah. if Tomlin cools down. But, <coughs> but um, yeah, definitely very upsetting to see, you know, down by eight points. And uh, being able to, you know, throw it into the end zone, and yeah, he didn't come down with it. But I, I didn't, I didn't think it was some egregious drop from from the Moose's point of view. It seemed like you know everybody was kind of going up and after it. He didn't get it, but one more one more crack yeah. at it, I think, would have been very very helpful. So yeah, I hear you. No, no need, no need to criticize him too heavily. No, I mean he's been a touchdown machine. He's not. He's been like that Hunter Henry style player, where not a, not a ton of volume, but as soon as they're in the red zone, you know, it seems like it automatically just gets slung his way. And so he still had a few good touchdown catches, and he's he's been very much a participant in the red zone at least. And, uh, yeah. and it seems like the guy's got some pretty good hands, but it's just, you know, it's kind of the last play of the game. Everybody's, everybody wants to, wants to make it a jump ball. And uh, you're thinking you possibly could have two plays and it turns into one. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. I'm not going to pull it all. Yeah. All Clay, Clay, Clay pulled. He, he's a scapegoat. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And 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 what what about the rest of the play for the, the first half? You know why why are they in that position? Their defense hasn't been True. good at all. Ben did, Ben Roethlisberger did not seem like he could, you know, create anything, uh, you know, fancy with the hands. For the first half, no, it was it was pretty rough. It was pretty rough. So it can't be yeah. all on on Prior Moose or all on Claypool. That's just. It is a little bit of the yeah. goat thing, but no, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, they Dalvin Cook. Well, yeah, that that was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to a a, a show, and the guy goes, he kept calling him the device because of the the shoulder harness, and the the guy goes, why is this guy not wearing that thing every week? I mean, this needs to be a part of his dress code <laughs> at this point because the device is creating just an absolute machine of a running back. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty. That first half, he probably could have just left. He could have just walked off the field and, and went home because he, he did enough for them in that first half that was just fun to watch, very fun to watch. Yeah. 15-yard yeah, run. You think yeah. You know, I mean, he was – yeah. He was getting what did he get like an eight, a seven or eight yard run, and everyone's like, oh, you know, better luck next time. You know, for another <laughs> running back, that would have been a great, great play. And yeah, 
He's just yeah. He, he tore him apart. So Dalvin Cook, yep. God, I mean that's if if there if there's play that continues like that, he's the player that ends up winning you your league. Yes. And there's there's been a lot of <clears throat> injuries to the running backs. I mean Kamara's coming back. We'll see what he does this week. Um, but Alvin Kamara has been a player like that. And I think right now Dalvin cook is in line to, to very much be that kind of player with McCaffrey out with Henry out, you know, with Zeke being as kind of spotty and falling off and really no Saquon. I mean, the, the, the names are shifting here before yes, next the names are shifting. season's draft, you know, it yeah. really, you get you got you're gonna have yeah. to keep Henry at the towards the top because the guy has been out for weeks and he's still ranked as like a fourth or fifth <laughs> running back. But uh, Cook is sliding up, and even with little injury things and that he's he's you know not new to, he's still producing. He's still absolutely dominating when he's healthy. So his name's kind of making a tick up the same way. Uh, you know, Saquon's sliding down, and Zeke are kind of sliding yeah. down the rankings. I agree. Uh, Joe Mixon, I Joe agree. Mixon has been, uh, you know, top six, seven-ish back before, and then has slid down because of some injury stuff. But he's very much producing right now. Uh, questionable again, you know, questionable. So do do we even yeah. see him this week? We don't know. <clears throat> If not, then uh, Sam J. P. Ryan is a player that needs to be scooped up. That's definitely uh, a possibility. We'll go over that in just a little bit here. Um, I'll hit some injury things in just a few minutes. But, um, yeah, the, the, the running back names are shifting. So in the next couple of episodes, I'd like to start breaking down who's who's really at the top of, of this list and who needs to be going early. Yeah. And who you need to be reaching for, yeah. for, for next season. But, uh, <clears throat> so that's good. We've hit, we've hit on so far. We've hit on uh, a couple of games of the, the Tampa bills game, not Tampa bills, but Buccaneers versus yeah. Buffalo bills. Uh, Lamar Jackson doing well. Um, got a couple of people interested and, and, very positive on DK Metcalf. So yeah, I mean we've got, got, got a quick quick recap there. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to call us at five one five six zero five nine eight nine eight. And then uh, also feel free to message us on Instagram at Brickhouse Radio, and we'll try to uh, get you get you in and, and answer your questions. All right. So, what's next on the list? What do we got here? What do we got? Log back in. 
Pell loves the technical stuff. Makes it fun. What about this guy, Bryce Young? Heisman Trophy winner here. Alabama. Okay, perfect. All right. Yeah, sorry about that. All right, uh, Dallas, Washington. Any any interest in this game at all, whatsoever? Over under spread. Uh, Washington's at plus six and a half. I think Dallas should win. I don't know. Dallas. Yeah, I mean, I think Dallas should win too. Um, Antonio Gibson's a good play, though. I still think um, I still think Gibson has a decent week. I don't think I don't think they stop him from uh, being the focal point of Washington's offense right now. No, probably not. Uh, Jacksonville, Tennessee. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars are playing the Titans. Over under is 44 points. Uh, and James Robinson is playing. Okay. So I think that makes it a little fun. What about the running backs situation, the timeshare that's going on with the Tennessee Titans? Dontrell, Hilliard, uh, and Foreman. De- Deontay Foreman. Uh, do you see either one of those kind of standing out, or if you had to play one, who would you play? For this week, I'll probably play Foreman. I think they're both good plays. Uh, I think because specifically because they're playing against Jacksonville, or is that yeah, any yeah, given Sunday? Yeah, because they're playing Jacksonville. I think they're going to get up ahead early and then just run it a bunch of times the second half. You think Tannehill uh, goes back to earlier season form because he was doing fantastic at the beginning of the season. Uh, I know they had Derrick Henry, but it still he, Tannehill was was producing much better than he has been, you know, towards the towards the back end of what's been played so far. Do you think it's just because just because of the loss of Henry? And and the receivers. That's true. This is true. So I, I, and, I, I don't I don't think he's gonna put up a strong fantasy number today. I mean I, I think he's gonna run the show for the Titans well enough they're gonna cream Jacksonville. But as far as putting up a big number for, for like, fantasy manager, no, I don't think so. Okay. All right. All right. 
Um, what about San Francisco and the Cincinnati game? So 49ers playing the Bengals. The over-under is at 49. Vegas is guessing that the under is what's happening. Uh, is the game decided on whether or not Joe Mixon is playing or not? That sounds right. San Francisco's defense has been really good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the game is decided by that, but I think uh, Cincinnati's chance to win is decided by that. Like, if he's not playing, then that's San Francisco all day. If he is playing, it's probably more of a toss-up. Um, San Francisco's down and running back. Again, I mean, San Francisco's been down a lot of players for a while. But, um, yeah, uh, a lot, uh, Mitchell, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, Mitchell. Guy's been playing lights out. He's been a fantastic player. Yes, he has. They're down, and I I believe uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. is, like, on deck to carry most of the load today. Do you have any any thoughts or reservations with him? I don't know. Like, I've got got some good guys playing him in the past. This, This season, he hasn't done so well. Yeah, this is this is true. This is true. And that's where it's like, all right, well, at what point are we then putting all of our eggs into a, a Garoppolo basket? No, no one's playing Garoppolo. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. to yeah, who do you start, him or no, Lamar Jackson? No one's playing Garoppolo. <laughs> like, come on, bro. This is week 14. People are trying to make the playoffs. No no one's putting their playoff aspirations on Garoppolo. This is true. It's a, it's a, that's a tough pill to swallow, and that's why I'm wondering, you know, is, why is this game so close? You know, we're discussing Joe Mixon. We can't get his injury report until 3 o'clock today, so we're not going to know until after the games get rolling. So if you're out there, be careful with the Joe Mixon. But why is the Cincinnati game and the, and the 49ers become so close? They've got Wilson Jr. not doing as great. Nobody really wants to bet on Garoppolo. Is this just because of San Francisco's defense? <laughs> Dave, I got no clue. Like, when I, when I was going through the list trying to figure out what I like for picks of the week, that was one of them that I saw where I was just like, I don't know what to make out of this, right? You know, a little bit, a little bit squirrely. You know, like, look, I know that San Francisco has been winning more than they've been losing lately. So, okay. But I also know that a lot of people for a good many months now have been trying to tell me the Bengals are good at football. And while I'm not sure that those people are correct, I know I've seen enough that says, like, 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 even though Michael Stanley disagreed, like, those people are out of pocket, you know? Like, it's, they, they have the ability to score a lot of points sometimes. Yeah, Debo, Debo, uh, Ayuk. No, I, I, I was referring to the Bengals. Oh, and I mean, yeah, yeah, Bengals. Yeah. It, it, and what's crazy is um, Burrow, Joe Burrow, uh, to Jamar Chase, you know, early season was, was electric. I think is, is a good way. And that, that seems to have tapered off a little bit. 
Right. So so if they can get their thing, if, if Mixon's not playing and Burrow can can you know find that juice with Chase, I think uh, the Bengals would be my my favorite to win this one. Not, I'm not even looking over unders or spreads. Um, just trying to think. You know, offensively, we did, I know you and uh, and the champ had discussed um, high powered offenses. I tried to sneak in there to say maybe Cincinnati could be in that discussion if with with the healthy Joe Mixon. Um, two two disasters. And I think T. Higgins is on the injury report too. Oh, that's another a player that. Um, it, it says like he's him. expected to expected to play, um, but they're not removing that designator quite yet, just because it's the four o'clock game. Uh, okay. But um, it's looking like he, he. I'm looking at the injury report now. Look, looking like he is uh, on deck to suit up. Uh, you know, here's something. Oh, here's something. You know, it's not even like a big thing to jump into now. It's just something to say, like, hey, for the listening audience, like, it's sometime in the future we want to get further into into the subject of, like, you know, when we're in pay leagues here, we're all gambling, and then you got guys not setting lineups week 13, week 14, heading into the playoffs. Hmm. Mm. How how offensive is that? Right, like like yes, I'm, that's I'm, one I'm, we should I'm, be taking I'm, callers for. Please call in five one five six zero five ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, like that, that's, that's like a standing. That's a forever standing question. If someone ever wants to call in and tell us how offensive they think that is, we'll take. <laughs> in 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 all seriousness, I mean, is that something? Because we've had this we've had this discussion. But um, is is there a finable offense? Um, is there a punishment or some sort of consequence that needs to be had if you got if you're in the money if you if you're playing for 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 just that pride or to say your friends are not good at fantasy football then it's a very different story. But obviously, it is what it is. Everybody's out there. Just no, but fun. like we're we're playing for money and. You know, like right now, this week, the guy I've matched up with hasn't completed setting his lineup at this point. And, I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe someone else in the standings is trying to catch up to me is bothered by that decision, right? This is this is true. This is very true. Uh, what do we got? Mr. One on a bye week player. So, yeah, so... I mean, is this a is this a discussion there, or or is he just making a point? Because I I could get into I mean, that. I I, I, I I mean, I was really just opening it up to if there was a listener that wanted to weigh in on the subject. Like, it's something the commission I have been discussing, like in our private discussions, like what what's appropriate. Like, yeah, it's for money, but also we are all friends. Like, we don't want the first choice to address the situation to be like, hey, friend, can't play with us no more. Like, that's not what we want. Correct. So, yeah. We're so, trying, so, trying, trying by any means necessary to avoid. Yeah, like, like, how do we get people to just set their stinking lineup every week? Like, I mean, jeez. Like, 
And it's oh. different because in other fantasy sports, there are so many games involved that it really is easy to just, you know, let one slip past you. Sure. You know, the basketball, you're getting three to four games in a week. Uh, you know, baseball is even crazier. Hockey, same thing. I tried to do, mm-hmm. tried my hand at a little fantasy hockey uh, two seasons ago. And, and it, it's it's very labor intensive. The amount of, you know, injuries and in, in basketball now, too, that's another thing. Like, you even have to consider whether or not the player is vaccinated. Oh, my God. And they can <laughs> play in certain cities. Oh, um, my God. Kyrie Irving. So, so, <laughs> so, I mean, there's there's a lot of things to consider in some other fantasy sports. But football is, is very consistent. I mean, it's you've got Monday to Thursday to, to figure out something. I mean, I, I just don't get it. Like, like how, I, I, how, how do you not have time? Like, throughout a whole week, you, like, you get, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just have trouble emphasizing. I, I don't get it. Uh, I think, I personally think there, there could be some, some form of a, a fining, um, you know, friendly, friendly fines is what we will call that. Uh, yeah. Just things that have to go back into a pot or get uh, allocated to, you know, a charity of choice. Uh, but as long as somebody's got to pay something or lose something, I think maybe we can try to curb the uh, lack of roster setting uh, weeks. So yeah, things to things to consider, you know, in future seasons as we you know continue to. To play with the group of yeah, and, and for so, me, it's like it's it's like a really an open forum. Like I would like to hear what some of the the outside opinions would be on a subject like that. Yeah, no, it's a great it's a great topic. It's um, definitely something that needs to be discussed. You know, for for a lot of people, it's not it's not this is not just us or our league. You know, there's there's people elsewhere that play, you know, ESPN public leagues or Yahoo public leagues, and there's always, you know, three or four guys that are really playing, and then five or six that just basically wanted to do a mock draft and they hit the wrong button. But uh, when you start, you know, playing consistently with the same group of guys, yeah, you know, and and then throwing some money down on it, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a discussion. It's a discussion. What what to do, other than try to yell at your friends because. I don't want. To, I don't want any of that. No, I mean, I don't. I mean, to be honest, I'd rather yell at my friend than kick him out of my fantasy league. <laughs> but like, like I, I, I would, if, if that would work, I don't know if it would work. But if yelling at them would make them set their stinking lineup, then I, I'd rather yell at them than kick them out of the league. Personally, yeah. facts, facts, facts. Yeah, like that's that's really like, like because it's okay. The simplest solution is, hey there, weirdo, you're not in the league anymore. But it's really not ideal. Like, we are friends. I want to play fantasy football, football with my friends. Look, look, I want to play fantasy football with my friends. The trouble with that is it involves them playing fantasy football. <laughs> right. Yes. Yep. yep. So, I, where, what do you do with that? <laughs> And the, the, I think where it gets frustrating too is that in in even in this this league, you know, in, in our brick house leagues, yeah, um, 
up until a couple of weeks ago, we had maybe one or two guys that are, you know, maybe didn't didn't do well enough early on in the season. They're kind of out of the playoff mix. And that, I think, is usually what starts the lack of setting a lineup is just discouragement in the game, so you're not looking at it as much. You don't want to be down about it. But there's so many people, you know, with, with you know, week 10, week 11, that are still fighting for spots that it should keep people at least engaged, you know. Um, I, I just think that there's there's a lot of opportunity. Sometimes, you know, we're just discussing there, the, there was a possibility prior to the Steelers-Vikings game, there's a possibility that the Detroit Lions could make it into the playoffs. Yeah, you know, a lot of things need to happen for that. But the fact that that's a discussion after you know, you know an O and everything start, it's 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 interesting. And I don't think people did a lot of the math uh, when it came to their football team and whether oh, or not well, they could end like, up making you, you it into the got all emotional and decided they didn't want to try anymore. They didn't actually figure out how far out of contention they really were or weren't. Correct. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Emotional so. bastards. <laughs> it's football Sunday, man. Yeah. It's football Sunday. Yeah, man. It's all fun. <laughs> yeah, you got you got me on a topic that uh, I want to dive into too much. No, I mean, I, I I was really just just touching on it in case there was someone in the audience that wanted to call in about it. That's all. Sure. Yeah, but sure. that sounds like there's not. But okay, we tried. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, right now, I think we're looking pretty good um, with the injuries. So Tony Pollard is out. Um, I did hear, I was reading a little bit about Ezekiel Elliott this week. Um, they were asking him basically about poor play. And uh, he did respond about being sick uh, and not really feeling 100%. So, uh, and then, you know, when asked this week, you, you know, feeling a lot better, more mobile and, and and feeling like a little bit more like his old self. And what what having, was it that made him sick? Um, I'm trying to I don't have it up here, but I think it was just illness. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if this was stomach problems or a cold, but he's he's proven to be a fairly tough guy. So. Uh, but but the play did. I mean, sorry, but it sucked. He just watching him play last week was rough. I mean, I know Pollard had that big run, but Pollard still looked better on on his. You know, even a, a two yard game, it's it looks better than Zeke's two yard game. You know, he just a little more explosive, kind of dropping the shoulder a little bit more. Um, so yeah, kind of sad to see him out. You think it was forty two twenty seven? You think that's what made him sick? <laughs> that it, it could be, it could be, it could have been right. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Um, I'm reading this now. It's kind of interesting. Um, 
Russell Wilson. They're putting out articles about who Russ would waive his no trade clause for. Yeah, yeah, I love those. What are they got? Saints, Broncos. That about right? Ooh, man, this is interesting. I I did not I did not see this this morning. Yeah, Broncos, Giants, and Saints. Okay. I I could see the Broncos. Defense has been playing good. You got uh, Melvin Gordon, who's actually going to be playing this week, in case anybody was wondering about that injury report. Okay. Uh, he's going to be playing. Melvin uh, Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. We need a sound effect for that. Um, and uh, and 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 Williams, Devontae Williams is proving to be you know a young young stud kind of stepping Yo, up. That, that guy's still nice, finding man. himself. That that guy is nice, nice. So I could see Russell Wilson wanting to do something with the Broncos, especially you know Jerry Judy, uh, Sutton, um, Tim Patrick. I mean, there's there's yeah. still some guys there. No offense. I, I, I mean, I, I could see I could see that I could see like. Like from Wilson's side of it, I can see the Saints as well. That that makes sense to me. Like, like if he sure. feels like he can step into that Drew Brees role, and then the rest of the roster is pretty much there, then I could see why he would think that. Um, yes. You know, yeah. one, the line, one thing, the line one, one thing that I've I've noticed is a lot of times in the NFL, NBA too. Like, if one of these main main guys is traded. A lot of times they try to go opposite conference with it so that they have the least chance of playing the guy. So that, that would make, make Denver the strongest candidate out of the three teams listed there. Sure. I mean, the Saints, I, 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 yeah, agreed, agreed. The Saints is a good argument with the Kamara, you know. Yeah. And, and I don't know right. if that's something that is that um, – is Michael Thomas? still even an option if they were to switch, you know, switch it up with the quarterback situation? Maybe. Uh, is he now more favorable, or is he on his way out? Already? I don't know. I mean, I mean, kind I of seems thought, that way, but. I never thought he was really that good to begin with. I, I don't know. No, nah, he's a volume guy. He's, yeah. he's a volume guy. You throw the ball at him 12 times, he'll end up with it, you know, yeah. eight or nine times. Yeah. And, I mean, that's he's done a lot of that mid to long range, not not quite the super long, but that not always didn't always have to be a three yard catch, but yeah. you know, like twelve, twelve to fifteen yards somewhere in there, you know, yeah. crossing the field, and I think that kind of volume, he's a good player for that, very good player, but yeah, not not a number one wide receiver, yeah, and if he's creating issues in the locker room, that's that's kind of tough, so. Yeah. So so I, I see the Broncos. I see some argument for the Saints, but I'm really not seeing it with the Giants. No, to me, that's, that's almost just like, I want to play in New York. Like, like, like from a roster personnel standpoint, I, I don't see what's attractive about the Giants. Coaching, like, do you have any famous coach that a guy would want to go play with that, that, that I'm aware of, right? Right, right. No, it's not right now. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think that's just a New York thing. Like, I want to be in New York. That's where the money's at. That's where the endorsements are at. That kind of thing. 
crazy to me. I don't know. They're just the line doesn't seem like they're that great right now. No, 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 that that would be like another Seattle, like just a bad team that says, all right, Russ, how strong are your shoulders this week? Yeah, kick carries. We are all climbing on your back. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that would be. Seahawks, Travis Homer's out and active. Oh, it's all about you, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Turn over chain. Turn over chain. Turn over chain. Uh, just looking to see the last minute. I mean, Coleman's out for the Jets. Um, just looking to see if there's anybody right now, right? Because you're not too far out from those one o'clock games. You're at twelve eighteen already. Um, We're getting there. We're getting there. Taking you up to one o'clock, folks. Nixon expected to play. Okay, okay. Derrick Henry on track, on track to return by the playoffs. So, Mixon's playing, and the Bengals are underdogs at home, I believe. What is that? Did that change? Uh, that's what we discussed that before. Would, would, would it possibly change? So, did it change? Well, uh, let, let, it, let us check. Did it change? Mm-hmm. I'm refreshing now. Refreshing now. Cincinnati plus two. I mean, that seems that seems like a win, doesn't it? It does. I'm gonna have to receive a delivery here, um, momentarily. So just a no brief. Green Bay. Green Bay's playing against Chicago. That's um that's another one. Green Bay's minus eleven and a half. Um, there's Vegas yeah, that's under that's at forty-three. A, that's a big number, man. Minus eleven. I mean, and cool. a half. It can't be. It's got to be twelve. I mean, if they don't win by twelve or more, they don't cover. Like that's that's a lot. That is a lot, but it's Aaron Rodgers. Monte Adams. I mean, you're getting Jones and Dylan, and then you're going up against Justin Fields. Maybe Montgomery does okay this week. Allen Robinson's not playing. I mean, basically you're going to have to rely on Justin Fields to Mooney uh, against Green Bay's defense, who's been very, very angry. They've been playing ticked off lately. Um, and, and it's not huge numbers. Their their rankings don't really express the type of play and the way they've been keeping their team, you know, the offensive side of the the crew on the field. So that that to me is is interesting. But uh, I kind of feel like Green Bay could could split the twelve points. Twelve points against Chicago. Uh, Fields has been a turnover machine, hasn't found any real rhythm. Okay, so then here's here's my question. We, we've decided that it's not an unreasonable play to take Green Bay winning by the 12. How many picks need to be in your parlay before you get to that one? Like the confidence ratings, how much do you love that? Hang on, I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Um, I think that, you know, confidence level. I'm trying to think right now. Um, 
I feel better about it than some of the other picks. I, I, we discussed today the uh, Buffalo Bills versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and we've kind of gone over how that could potentially be a lot of fun to watch with good defense, good offense, uh, good back and forth. This is kind of the opposite. This is good offense versus, a, at this point, a mediocre defense. The, the beginning of the season, they started out really strong. Um, as the, as time has gone on, they've they've fallen off a little bit, and I think the defense is going to be on the field way too much with field inaccuracies and the turnover rate. It's it's tough. I think there's going to be a lot of turnovers. Uh, I think Green Bay. Um, I think Green Bay has a pick six for a touchdown. Okay. You know, I think that 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 is possible. I think Green Bay's defense. Uh, is going to be what helps shift that number. So I would be a little more confident in Green Bay uh, winning by 12 than I would betting on this Tampa-Buffalo game. That one okay. seems like I want to watch it more um, than, than Green Bay-Chicago. But uh, I think covering-wise, this is that's the question, I think – I. I, I think I would put that close to the top of my list, actually. Okay. I like it. I know it is a lot of points. It's, okay. it's a little bit squirrely, but two touchdowns. Um, it's Aaron Rodgers. I don't. At a certain point, there's going to be you know when a guy when a guy makes claims that he owns a team in previous wins. What? Um, I mean, does that mean you're going to wager on it just because he said so? <laughs> yeah, but he didn't. He didn't say so and lose. Like he said so and 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 destroyed. You know, and true. And so you got you got a team. You know, kind of riding a hot streak. True. Um, and and he's his. Rogers has been fantastic, especially this season in not turning the ball over. Yeah. His touchdown to interception ratio is freakish. So yeah. I'd say him not not creating issues for the offense is huge. And I think Fields on the other side of the ball is is going to continue to do that. Uh yeah. maybe he makes a few splash plays with the feet, but I don't I don't see Fields getting to, you know, more than twelve fantasy points. I just okay. because he's gonna throw two picks, and I'm saying it really seems Green like it's a bomb. It does, it does, it does. For as much you know effort and and time people have spent talking about the guy, I mean, I was I was curious. I had I had an interest to see what he was gonna do, but well, I mean, I mean, as of right yeah. now and the way the team is set up, I, there's just no. It's a waste of time. The waste we of time. were all we were in, all in a roster spot. We were all curious, especially, like, any time a quarterback is, like, teasing that they're going to be able to get your fantasy points by way of rushing. That's always intriguing. Yeah, because the NFL has been kind of changing and tweaking uh, itself to be to, to move a little bit away from the run stuff and, and moving into the passing. And the mobile yeah. quarterbacks have been very much favored because they get you those extra, you know, That's three to eight points. It's like as a fantasy player, it's helpful. Like, like you get what it, what you end up get a lot of times is like a a guy that's just a marginal quarterback is actually a strong fantasy scorer. Like uh, Jalen Hurts, for example, right? 
sure. Look at Taysom Hill. Now, we had a discussion, yeah. and I, I said I was nervous about him. I think they had him projected like a little over 20 points. I thought maybe he got just there. And you were, if you were still interested too, you know, we both. Oh, were, yeah, okay, yeah. This is this is cool, but but I think both could be very nervous about the the other end, the turnover side. And yeah. ironically enough, uh, the guy finishes with you know mid to high twenties uh, in fantasy points, and after four four interceptions, so that's minus eight points. I mean, the guy was fantastic on the ground. Um, he was single-handedly, his back was a little sore. Um, you know, midway through that game, about third quarter, he decided, I'm not giving the ball to anybody else. I'm just going to keep taking it, play after play after play. And it was eight-yard gain, 12-yard gain, six-yard gain, 12-yard gain. Um, so he, he added quite a bit with his with his legs. Yeah. So th- that was the hope with Fields, and I just don't I don't see it happening. He Maybe he gets a long rush. Maybe he even runs in a touchdown. But I also think there's at least two picks. Maybe three. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a believer in the fields at this point. So I received a delivery, and the delivery man, you know, he observed, you know, that I'm wearing my Sunday clothes, right? Okay. And he said, "Oh, oh, were we taking the points from Detroit this week?" Right? And, and so the delivery man and I agreed that we're going to take the points with Detroit this week. Taking the points with also, Detroit. Also, just like a total side note, it is the tornado gas. Just thought I'd let you know that. Okay. <laughs> so, um, we're so, taking the points yeah. with Detroit. We're taking Detroit points plus tornado gas is what we're doing this week. All right, so back to football. <laughs> Detroit points. Detroit points, okay. I mean, it seems like a safe cover. Okay, here's a, here's a question, just discussing uh, Thursday night's game just quick again. Roethlisberger. Okay, he kind of worked his way out of a lot of lineups. I mean, he was for a while he was like a very coveted quarterback, um, and not because of like you know the top tier. He was never going in the you know first couple of rounds the way some other you know the Lamar Jackson or the Patrick Mahomes type of deal happened. But he's literally worked his way even in a deep league, worked his way off of rosters and onto waivers. And then after that game, um, he put up twenty seven fantasy points, and it seems like he did it all in the fourth quarter. It seems that uh, way. But he, it's been a few games in a row now where he has, yeah. has has kind of moved his way back into, other than the Cincinnati game that he did nine points. Right. Um, I, I went back and looked at this as well. And, it like, in addition to him, like, scoring fair points in three out of the last four games, all three of the games where he seemed to score fairly, it seemed like it was straight fourth quarter. All three times. Right, but Matt Stafford has been that quarterback with the line. Like prior years, he had been a quarterback like that where you could, you yeah. could only expect to see seven to seven to ten points on the fourth quarter. Many times. And, and, yes, that's the thing. But you know who else had this vibe was Andrew Luck. 
right? Like you're, you're entering yes. the quarter, yes. and the quarterback has eight and a half points, right? And then by the yep. time by the time it's all zeros on the clock, right? It, it, he's got thirty one. Exactly. exactly. And like, so Roethlisberger, I, I love Andrew Luck for that. Oh my goodness, I, I miss him. I kind of feel like Roethlisberger uh, from this point in the season because there's only there's only a couple of weeks left for the regular season. Uh, week 15 is Tennessee. Week 16 is Kansas City, and then week 17 is Cleveland. And that one's a little bit tougher. They, I feel like Steelers are weird with the divisional games, but they're playing at home. They do better historically at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so then the next three games that Roethlisberger could be like a usable, a usable quarterback. Um, it's tough because nobody throughout the season, nobody wanted to say, yeah, I'm going to use Roethlisberger as my quarterback in the playoffs. But uh, with the schedule being what it is, um, I, and, and the fact that you can't be really nervous until late in the fourth quarter about his production, yeah, I think that's a possible look for somebody who's dealing with injuries or, uh, you know, kind of needing, needing a, a play. Uh, so check check to see if Ben Roethlisberger is available on your waivers. And at the very least, pick him up. So schedule-wise, schedule Tennessee, Kansas City, Cleveland. Yep, yep. I don't love it. I don't love it. Really? Really? Kansas City is letting a lot of points. Tennessee is a little bit different. Are, but, are uh, they? Like, that, like I, I'd like to examine this because that's not the first time you said that today. Let, let me see. Oh, please. Exam, yeah. Examine away. I am. Let's see. Uh, yeah, because I, I, I've been kind of under a different impression. Let me see something. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So today's December twelfth. Okay. So they have won five games in a row. Four games in a row. What is this? One, two, who's, three. Who's they? Who's they? Five in a row. Chiefs have who's won five Chiefs? in a row. Okay. Over the five, I'm just going to call out their points allowed. Okay. All right. 17, okay. 17, 7, 14, 9, 9. That's okay, who, are the, who, who, who are those who are those teams? Giants, Packers, Raiders, Cowboys, Broncos. So Packers uh is really the only one on there that's like ultra uh, Yeah, Dallas, Dallas. Dallas, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but just so just, two out of the five, and and just to say, like they've won five in a row. How have they done it? Like they haven't been scoring much. Like other than the Raiders game where they scored forty-one over those five, like their points scored haven't been like they're not winning with big points or yards. Like twenty, thirteen, forty-one, nineteen, twenty-two. Sure, but the win doesn't always translate into the other team's lack of fantasy production. So, like, yes, I hear what you're yeah. saying. Like, yeah, like, like it just seems like strong. I, I think that they're actually like a defensive team in disguise. Like, yeah, I think people have a hard time really conceptualizing that because of what they've been for the last three years. But, the, you know, they started the year kind of eh. 
and they've gotten back on the horse. Like, they look like they're going to win the AFC again. And it appears to be on the strength of their defense at this point in time. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Listen, uh, I think it's I, – I can make or, or formulate, like, the idea off of, you know, the whole season – yeah, um, and then forget to you know forget to look at specifically like the last four to five weeks because that's yeah. really how it should be analyzed. You know, teams get better, you get guys coming back from injuries and stuff like that. So I definitely can can see like all right, they, they are stopping uh, some play. I mean, a few of those teams, the game script wise, they, they haven't had to do you know a ton, um, but a couple of them, Packers. Uh, yeah, Cowboys. That's that's those are good even examples. the Giants game. Like if you recall, like the Giants kind of blew it in the fourth quarter. They beat them twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like, like it wasn't a game where they they were sitting on the ball because they were ahead by so much. Like they could have benefited from some Pat Mahomes magic. And yeah, they they got two they got two corners that are really locking up. And and Chris Jones has been a total game record. I think he's got to be in the three candidates of defensive player of the year, like top three to five. Yes. Yes. Right. Yep. yep. That is I mean, true. We, we, we know true. we know we, we know Teron Matthew. Like that that guy yeah. is always causing trouble out there. So if you if you got a little bit more splash. If you got a, if you got a trouble making safety, a game wrecking lineman, and two corners that can cover, that's a defense. Isn't it? I mean, that sounds like you could do a lot with that. Yes. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So I'm and, actually. Uh, and the offense has been has dipped down a little bit. So yeah. a little bit more time with the defense on the field. Uh, and and you know Pat Mahomes has been getting his fantasy number. Like even like with the team and their like total points not really being there. Like Pat Mahomes is getting his number. Sure. But it's yeah, they're they're not the high flying Chiefs of of the last couple of years right now. I think they're going to win the AFC. I I, I just think I mean, it's if, back if, to the Pat, if Patrick Mahomes uh, and the offense there can can continue to even just kind of inch back towards the offense that it was yeah. know, earlier on, then absolutely. I mean, and, no... and that seems like a safe bet. And like so, like let's say they struggle to. To make that happen, who is giving them the big run for their money? The Patriots, the Ravens. Like, what do you see in the AFC? Buffalo. Uh, the Patriots, honestly, is probably probably my pick because uh, defense has been fantastic, and Mac Jones has been available to not screw it up. Yes. So, do you think the Patriots are going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl? You're asking me some pretty bold questions here, my friends. I mean, it, um, I think this I, is a fair time to start considering such things. Like, especially, like, with this week, week being what it is, like, there's not a lot of big, big fantasy stuff. Like, should we sit here and talk about Julio Jones is playing? Like, does that matter? Or can we have a fun, hey, who's going to make the Super Bowl chat, right? Well, I mean, there's yeah, this is this is week 14. There's still four weeks left, and if you're talking about the the possibility of the Lions, other teams with with lesser records being available to you know possibly slide in, 
I mean, you never know who gets disrupted. I mean, the the, the playoffs are the playoffs are are fun, man. That yeah, makes, yeah. So one, one one loss and out, so that like that creates some excitement. Um, the Patriots. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else is really going to be like that type of contender here. Um. I mean, I think I think Buffalo is on everyone's short list, like at least in the sense that they could do something. Sure, sure. I mean, Josh um, Allen is that type of player. Baltimore, like um, Lamar Jackson, has an MVP. This is true, and you can't write them off. You can't. Yeah. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't do all that. Right. So. Who do you like? Who do you like the best? Uh, for the AFC, I think the Chiefs will win it. Yeah, Chargers are seven and five. Titans are still eight and four. They're not. I've heard Derrick Henry's going to play in the playoffs. Yes. Yep. They did. They did post something uh, this morning saying that I mean, he, which he, I, he I, I just thought that was preemptive, like in the sense of what you were just saying, like that's a part of the standings that's yet to be secured. Like, the Colts could win that division. Yes. Yeah, the, the, the Titans. That's what I mean. You get Derrick Henry back. The Colts could be the winner of the AFC South here. This is true. They're only one game behind, 7-6. and six. Right. So, now the Colts have to win it by outright. They can't win it by way of tie. Titans beat them twice. Right. Right. <sighs> so, there is that. And for the NFC, Cowboys, Packers, Bucks. So Packers, Bucks, Cardinals. Cardinals got a pretty, uh, pretty solid, you know, four and zero for the division, ten and two on the season. Um, I like and the Rams. Stayed the Rams. Yeah. For the NFC. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. That seems a little a little risky. I, I think between the Rams uh, and Cardinals, just for the NFC West, um, that's tough. Uh, NFC South, I mean, the yeah. Bucks, there's nobody, you know, the Saints, South, no, it, it, it appears the Cardinals are going to win their division and possibly get the bye as the one seed in the NFC. But, I mean, I don't know. I think Green Bay's got a better shot at going than the Rams. I can see that. They've just been uh, two and one in the division, but still, I'm, a couple of bad games. Is, it is what it is. Um, but consistently, Rodgers and his you know lack of turnovers. I think. Yeah, is, I, I think is they've scary played, I think they played in like six of the last eight NFC championships. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. can't can't exactly rule them out. No, certainly not. So you like the Rams? I do. Man, that's, that seems like a little bit of a stretch. I, uh, listen, Stafford is is awesome for them. Uh, I think they they light like lights out did so much better in that trade. Uh, you know, getting rid of golf, Stafford yeah. giving Stafford some weapons, actual weapons. Yeah, uh, he's. He's fantastic. I'm I'm really rooting for the guy. Very yeah. much rooting for him. But uh, you know, the Cardinals being able to win 
even without Murray and Hopkins. Hopkins has been almost a non-factor for most of the yeah, season. True. And he was one of the more dangerous weapons that people still wanted. You know, even if you didn't like the trade leaving Houston to go to Arizona, uh, you still knew that there was just going to be points on just deck talent. for the guys. Like, he's, like he's talent wise, he's the best yeah. receiver. He's the best receiver in the league. It seems like, yeah, it seems that way. Adams, uh, very close, very close to that. I, I think I think Metcalf is closer than we give him credit for. Actually, I I agree. I agree. Russ, it's been it's been a weird season for them. I I really thought uh, he was going to be yeah number one by the end of the season when we started when we drafted. Yeah. I really thought like, like we just thought like like you want to have the best receiver in the league talk like. I think Metcalf really does belong there. Like Hopkins, of course. Adams, yes. Metcalf. Adams is a little bit of a chemistry thing. Um, I think Hopkins really could go anywhere, and people. Yeah, could just kind of close I, their I, eyes I agree with that. Like as long as long as you're not pairing him with like Case Keenum or something. Like yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Like Glennon. <laughs> no, I mean, listen. Some sometimes guys get screwed, so you have to really make sure everyone knows what you're saying. But yeah, like you give him competent quarterback play, it seems like he should be a major threat. Doesn't matter what else is going on. Sure, sure. Well, oh man, yeah, this was good. I like it. Good. Uh, we definitely will. I think next week we should, uh, you know, seeing after after the matchups play out this week, um, we'll be slightly more narrowed. I think we should do a little segment on who's going to the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, I really I, I like that. Um, but yeah, we went over went over some good games this week. I liked it. Um, please, if you're listening, uh, you can find the show after. Um, on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and in tune. Uh, if you search IFM Radio Nation, our episodes will pop up. Uh, and and still, if you've got any questions moving forward uh, before these 4 o'clock games or, or you know, late night games tonight or, or tomorrow, and you want to hit us up on Instagram, uh, search us with the at Brickhouse Fantasy Radio. Message us some questions. We'll definitely uh, get back to you. And if you have any roster issues, uh, happy to help. Uh, DC, what else? What else we got? You know, any wrap up stuff? Are you thinking about? I mean, you know, I'd, like, I'd like to. I'd like to hit him with picks of the week. Picks of the week. All right, let's do that. Okay. Um, Detroit plus eleven and a half at Denver. I think that's like the main one everyone loves, including my delivery man. Everyone, everyone loves. Okay, all right. So Detroit, um, and and Cincinnati plus two at home. Plus two at home, Cincinnati. Does everyone, yeah, lo- like does that. everyone love that also? Mixon's playing. We do. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I like, okay. I like um, Baltimore plus three at Cleveland. I mean, the boss loves Lamar. <laughs> this is true. So we're going one of the picks of the week. Yes. Yes, thank you, Joey. All right, we're going with Lamar uh, up against Cleveland for the bounce back. MVP. I like it. I like I like the plus three. Like I really, 
I think Baltimore should be establishing themselves in their division at this point in time. And beating Cleveland would really be strong support for that plan. So, yeah, yeah, yep. And so to see that they're actually three-point underdogs, I like it. Okay, all right, all right. Okay. Uh, I mean, what else? Well, you had mentioned that you had high confidence in the Packers covering their 12. I love that one. That's my – I mean, let's throw it forward. The, 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 the commission special, okay. Sure. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. How about how about Buffalo Tampa under fifty four and a half? I don't. I got fifty two and a half. Where are you at? I'm on the fourth line. Okay. 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 I, I just refreshed and got fifty two and a half. It dropped. 52 and a half. I like the over on 52 and a half. Yeah, see, you like the over? I like the over. Hmm. I like the over. So we're not agreeing on this one. We need a new pick. We need a new – it could be – it was in the that, – we, that's, we, that's why we discussed that at the beginning of this is because – Okay. Could, I'm looking at 43. point game or – I'm looking at 43 on the Chargers. You got, you got 43 on the Chargers? Yeah. 43, it's 43 and a half. You like the over? Yes. I do too. Low. Yeah. Uh, and the Giants, as bad as they've been, have still have still been putting up points. I mean, it seems I'm like if you, sure if you think the Chargers have 30 in them, then the over is safe. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. After I think the Chargers have 30 in them. Yeah. Too. I do too. So those would be the five of the week then. All right, I like it. Put it in the books and, and let's see let's see how well, well we, let's, let's we see, do let's for, see how we do. Week. We've been like on the four and one side of things the last couple of weeks here. Yeah, I was counting up some of our even our suggestions. We've had you know a few bad ones, but we've had several good ones too. Um, we're 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 right around seventy percent. I mean, we've been doing this for a while, you know. So that's yeah. So we could guess wrong, but. We got a seventy percent chance we're gonna guess right. Perfect. So, yeah. Set your set your lineups, people. How about that? Start there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how about Jalen Waddle's not starting at receiver? How about that, guys? Guys. And you wish you were, they were listening to this, but they're not. So, because they're sleeping, they're doing nothing. <laughs> My man, listen. This is another week 13 or week 14 of the NFL, but episode 13 for us here has has been a good one. Yeah, it's I like it. I I enjoyed the the program today. Good job. Thank you, my friend. As always, talk fantasy football. All right. Please join us next week. You can find us at sportstalkdt.com as well. Old episodes, next week's live one. Uh, and if not, and you couldn't catch us, remember Apple, Google, Intune, iHeartRadio, search IFM Radio Nation. Uh, I am the Kamish, and DC is here with me. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate the support and everybody that listens. 
Uh, good luck with your fantasy teams, and I hope you have a great friggin' Sunday. Thanks, guys. Okay. Watch football. Let's do it. All right, man. I'll talk to you. Later. Ciao. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.